Everybody and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Grisco, and I'm here as always with my co-host Joe Gruen. Joe, how are you doing today? Doing good. Finally tracked down the right trailer, and I am ready to go. Awesome. That's great to hear. So, what we're doing this week? If this is your first episode, we are in Seagal September. This is our last episode of Seagal September, and it's going to be 2019's Above, or sorry, Beyond the Law. There is another Steven Seagal movie called Above the Law that Joe and I keep messing it up with. This is Beyond the Law. Um, and what we do in this episode is it's what we call our pre-action. It is where we watch the trailer or trailers in this case, just one trailer. And we kind of sum it up for you folks, give us some, give you some insight, some ideas of what's going on. And then we guess at what we think happens in the movie. Um, so, and Jeff, before we go any further, I have decided, uh, unilaterally that you will close out Seagal September on predictions and then i will take over (laughs) in october this is preposterous so again if this is your first episode our first nine were fast and the furious which joe had not seen and i'd seen all of them so joe had to do the predictions and i've been paying it back and now i'm going to be plus two joe correct but then you'll also be plus two again after october this is oh i see i see what you're saying okay okay so yeah so seagal september comes to a close this week and then starting up next week we start with a whole new action star steven seagal because <laughs> <laughs> october is going to be our halloween month and we are going to watch uh 2000 i'm stalling because i can't find the name of it again 2007's against the dark which i watched the trailer before we recorded this, Joe, fantastic. Yeah, that's exciting. Fantastic. I watched the trailer. Steven Seagal looking like garbage, barely moving. He's that's got a good. sword. It's everything yep. we want. <laughs> I I like the idea of him fighting zombies because it it's in most movies I'm like, why don't you just run from the zombies? Like, why don't you just like run? Because <laughs> they can't run. But guess who else can't run? Steven Seagal. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, Joe. So let's do uh, Beyond the Law here. And before we get into the description, let me go ahead and um, get do the IMDb description for the folks. Mm-hmm. It is in the last episode I read this. We tried to guess who was who. A former mobster turned businessman and a police detective must contend with a dirty ex-cop looking to bring the killer of his son to justice. So this wow. movie stars Johnny Messner, Steven Seagal, DMX. I think after watching the trailer, we know who is who. Yes. And it is the funniest option, which is Steven Seagal is a mob boss. Yes. <laughs> that is the best possible outcome. Jeff, he's done every race in the book so far. The only race left is Italian-American. Italian-American who talks like he's doing AAVE. Right. Because <laughs> he goes, you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> He has what one line in this and it's a, Oh no, he has the other line 
the amazing Don't you uh, say a mother word a mother word yeah so okay so what we're gonna do is this trailer is the only one on youtube it's cynodyne like c-i-n-e-d-i-g-n is the account it, a link to it will also be in the description of the episode so you can watch it before you listen to the episode so joe let's get into it let's hop in so we open on a cityscape of course. How many of these trailers open on a cityscape? It feels like... At least 40%. It feels like every single one that takes place in a city opens on a cityscape. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just to remind you, hey, this you know where this one isn't taking place? The countryside. The, the jungle. <laughs> the jungle. Except Congo did. Um, did Congo... That'd be great if Congo started on a cityscape. On a cityscape. <laughs> like, it doesn't... In a world far from this city. <laughs> right, right. When the sun goes down here, the sun comes up sun, here. <laughs> the sun goes down in the city. It comes up in Central Africa. <laughs> uh, so we got our cityscape. And then we got DMX, and he's hunched over a body behind some tape. Mm-hmm. Police uh, tape. Yep. Uh, and a body has a scratch on the face. Worst makeup I have ever seen in my entire life. It was like somebody took kabuki makeup. And put it on this guy's face, and then Eric put like, sloppily. yeah, and then put like, uh, like lipstick, like the the blood is just lipstick, and it's supposed to be a dead body. Yeah, and like a wavy line. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, that's good enough. Um, so then DMX says, "Who would want you dead, kid?" And uh, then it says, "From Cynodyne. yeah, uh, <laughs> classic Cynodyne. Cynodyne. We all know it. We all love it. Uh, then we get a spinning roulette wheel. We get a girl dancing. Uh, we get poker and we get craps. You're already wrong. We get blackjack and we get craps. No, 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 no. It's poker. Uh, it says pays three to two, Joe. The man is holding five cards in his hand. <laughs> the man is holding two cards in his hand. Are you sure about this? He's got Deal? five. Dealer must, it says dealer must draw, and it has a B. Joe, there are two cards. This is blackjack. Okay, so it's blackjack. The important important questions have been answered. Okay, so uh, do you think there's going to be gambling in this movie, Jeff? Nah. I think this is like the movie starts with the casino, and then it pauses. Like, it cuts out, and it's a TV, and it's Steven Seagal going, see this? This is what you don't do, kids. And it's him. It's a PSA, yeah. There's no gambling in this movie. <laughs> do you want to know how I? Do you want to know how I went from this? It's just like a picture of him, young and fat, to this. <laughs> <laughs> this, with focus and dedication. Right. Uh, <laughs> it's the other way. Uh, so there's a guy standing in front of a mirror, looking depressed. Uh, then there's text. It says, in a city full of crime. Well, actually, no. I don't know why I'm doing that voice. It's just text. Yeah. So, there's no narrator yet. Uh, they didn't pay for a narrator, did they? Uh, till the very end, when he just did the names. Oh, yeah, that's right. Steven Seagal. That's DMX. right. DMX. Yeah, there's no like... Steven Seagal trailer that doesn't have <laughs> that guy. He, like, has, has that guy on retainer to just come in and say his name like that. Um... So, yeah, DMX is walking into a bar, and then he meets with some drunk. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put question marks here because there is a narrator, but it's clearly a person in the movie. 
and it's not DMX and it's not Seagal. So I don't know who it is. That says he's the dirtiest cop I ever knew. Yeah, he's the dirtiest cop I ever knew. I listened to that a few times. I, it, it might be Seagal not doing uh, uh, Seagal as an old black man voice. That's you what think it that's like Seagal's real voice? I was like, saying Paris, sounds like it might like be when like Paris Hilton did a real voice. Just this, I didn't see that. I gotta check that out. It might this might be Seagal being like, I'll do the voiceover. And doing like a professional voice. It sounds competent, so I'm gonna go with a big hearty no on that. Okay. It's definitely not DMX. No, it's not DMX. I know that. Uh so then we see Seagal at the shooting range. And we see a bullet bullet casing that hits the floor. So they edit it in a way that you think they're talking about Seagal. Yeah, but they're not. Um, and and Joe, I just want to point out the bullet hits the floor, and there's a casing already on the floor that clearly props was just like they just put it on the ground. Like it's it's, oh, it's, it's upright. upright. <laughs> it's upright. It's not like just put it on its side. He's if he's right. at a shooting range, what are the odds this casing just lands straight up and down? Right, right. Um, so. DMX says, look, you're not a cop anymore. And the drunk guy hands the gun to DMX on the table. And then DMX is chasing a guy through an alley. And the guy stops. And DMX says, stop, on your knees. And then he shoots. So standard police protocol. <laughs> the guy is running away with his hands up. Like, they show him. He stops fully. <laughs> he turns around. And, he, and DMX is like, stop. He stops and turns around, hands up. He's like, on your knees, and then before <laughs> knees, before he gets to the second E in knees, he shoots. <laughs> it's like he's it's like he's saying knees and accidentally pulls the trigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's his like trigger word. <laughs> um, guy is getting punched in the next scene, and then we <laughs> see a guy in a hospital on tubes. Yeah, and then the text. Like, I think it's the guy from the bar. I think it's Massey or not Massey. What's his name? Esner. Messner. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that is, by the way. They say that name like I'm supposed to know who this is. Yeah. Johnny uh, Messner, I think the name is. <laughs> never heard it in my life. <laughs> that, that's like the name that like one of your friends gives you. Hey, you remember Johnny Messner? And I'm like, no. You're like, wait. <laughs> From high school? <laughs> I think, wait. He sat behind what's her face in social studies, sophomore year, right? In history. Like, yeah, no, that was Tommy Messina. Oh, okay. Oh, no, I don't remember. He, Joe, hold on. You don't know Johnny Messner? No, I don't. Joe, he was in, in one episode of Chuck. Whoa. One episode of Burn Notice. I've never seen Chuck, by the way. One episode of Burn Notice, Joe. Okay. Three episodes of Tarzan, the TV series, as Detective Michael Foster. I'll be damned. He was Rachel's date on the one with Rachel's date on Friends. <laughs> Classic star megastar um so then we see the text it says one man will go and dmx is talking on the phone he says the kid is in a lot of trouble and we see an awful looking cigar <laughs> there's no i couldn't overstate it he horrific looks, the only way to describe how he looks is inflated <laughs> He looks like a fucking, like one of those pigs that like is at a luau roast. They just like sh like took him off of the steak and put a fucking fake goatee on him. <laughs> That's yeah. He looks just he's beyond. red and awful. 
and everything. And puffy. And burnt. <laughs> He's just overcooked. Gross. Uh, and he says, you sure about that? And then uh, we see a guy covered in blood who rips a tarp off a motorcycle and rides it. I think that's Drunk Cop. I think that's Messner. I think that's Messner. But, like, dude, this is the point in the trailer where I was like, this is a good trailer. Like, this is cut in a way that's, like, intriguing. Like, he's covered in blood. Like, what happened here? And it's not, like, cheap. Like, the last two trailers, like, for Ticker and for the other one, you could tell this was going to suck. Like, this movie was really, really poorly made. The trailer for Flight of Fury was 40 seconds long, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, six seconds of it was, yeah, and it was an American flag for, like, six seconds of it. Right. So th- this one, at least, yeah, it looks competent. Ticker kind of suffered from looking like a late 90s, early 2000s trailer. That was the problem, too. Well, it's like if the cinematography team joined up with the actual actors from Ticker, we might have had a good movie. Possibly. A, a decent movie, I would say. I guess it still has uh, fucking Nas with his eyes open. <laughs> Nas still closes his eyes after he's dead <laughs> for several seconds. <laughs> Um, so the text says beyond the law and we see guys aiming shotguns around corners. We see masked men storming someplace. We see a guy who runs to reach for a gun on the ground and then is shot by masked men. Yeah. Can I, can I real quick just point something out, Joe, everything from beyond the law, like after it says beyond the law, all of this could be a different movie. Nobody until it gets back to to Steven Seagal. I'm like, who are these people? What is happening? Yeah, no, I <laughs> I think this is a red flag. I think there's this might be an indicator that a lot of the people who are supposed to be in this movie that are marketed in this movie are not in this movie, and Messner is the star. I think that's why you're seeing his name first when you're reading oh, it off. That's bad, Joe. Um, so guy runs to reach for a gun on the ground gets shot by masked men the guy gets uh oh some guy gets his head rammed into a car door um and then seagal says don't say a mother word to me yep don't say a mother word to me they're clearly editing around cussing and they were like this is fine they'll think he says another word and i did jeff and you did, did. you did the first time i did yeah it works joe can we real quick, we skipped over it because we got so obsessed with how uh, Steven Seagal looks like a luau pig in this. Uh-huh. Um, he drops, like we were talking last time, like he talked like an old black blues musician. Musician. Yeah. It's 10 times worse. Where he says, you sure about that? Like oh, he sounds. sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Not are you sure about that? It's you sure about that. About dad. <laughs> no man with Steven Seagal's life should say, you sure about that? Sure about that. This is the last year. This is after he's friends with Putin. This is after he's like... Is he friends with Putin? Dude, he is friends with Vladimir Putin. Holy shit. <laughs> and he's like talking in AAVE. Dude, that's incredible. You know, You know what Trump should do? If Trump sees that he's going to lose, or if he, let's say he does lose, because he still gets like an extra two months in the White House after he loses. Yeah. He should 150% hire Steven Seagal as his press secretary. Fire whoever he's got in there now. 
Seagal's his press secretary for two months. <laughs> I love it, Joe. <clears throat> that's perfect. That's, that's you know the what? way to go after this presidency. It's his great poker face. He'll never be. He'll 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 never get ex- overly excited about anything. Like you remember, Sean Spicer was always yelling at people, and then Sarah Huckabee Sanders was always yelling at people. Yeah, there's no like, trigger for him. Like he, yeah, he, there's yeah. Let's not forget his response to being told there's literally an invisible plane was to go. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, no, no. That's when he was told he was going to go in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I can't remember what it was. It was like. Wow. No. That's amazing. No, no. No, he says, that's amazing. Yeah. It's an invisible plane. So they could be like, all right, Steven Seagal, here's the thing. Uh, We've been accidentally killing one out of every five people. um, And we need to go out there and tell. You need to tell the press that we've been doing that. That's amazing. All right, I'll do it. You got, you got it, Hotshot. <laughs> like, <laughs> now I want to see, I want to see Donald Trump and Steven Seagal have a, a just a, a candid conversation together. I want to see how that goes. That would be so, Jeff. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we get some more cards, um, and this one is, this is blackjack. I think it looks like a blackjack table. Um, then we get a car exploding. So it probably just got like hit on the corner or something. Yeah. Um, the bumper. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody actually accidentally brushed it with a grocery bag. <laughs> um, so then we get a group of five guys who show up with guns. Again, uh, completely different movie. Don't know who the hell any of these guys are. <laughs> uh, there's a guy with a flashlight gun searching through a hallway. Um, then there's a guy kissing a girl at a club. Uh, open mouth kiss. I don't want to make it seem like it's a sweet, you know, it's, it's innocent like, yeah. first kiss. You know, it's nasty. <laughs> it's nasty. Uh, then there's a gun that is placed on a pile of money. And the guy who places the gun on the pile of money, they show him for a split second, looks like uh, Kevin Nealon. I am oh, 250% sure it is not Kevin Nealon without <laughs> even checking the credits. Right. But he looks like Kevin Nealon. Okay. Uh, then a knife is drawn on someone. I think it's a girl with a knife. I think it's a girl's hand. Let me see this knife. Uh, that is definitely. Uh, I think it's the biker because the arm is covered in tattoos. Oh, okay. So maybe it is the biker who's definitely not a girl because the biker gets his ankle broken and then he screams. Yeah. Did you see the name of his motorcycle club, Joe? No. First Amendment. Oh, there you go. Okay. I didn't know that was a valid name of a motorcycle club, but go off. Yeah, jackassy uh, motorcycle revving is definitely covered under the First Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big uh, First Amendment defenders, uh, bikers. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they make me say whatever I was going to say five times to my friend in a cafe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so narrator, oh, then we get our narrator finally comes in and says, Steven Seagal. Seagal breaks a guy's arm and punches a guy in the stomach. And the narrator says DMX and DMX. Wait a second. Hold on. This Steven Seagal thing, he just grabs the guy's wrist and just lazily twists it. And there's like four cuts in one second. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, that boom, was the boom, other boom. thing. Here's the other thing. He does not move at all. <laughs> no. He's, he is stationed in one spot. He doesn't even shift. Like he doesn't even like turn his, his shoulders. He's just like standing there. He does the with the hands. And then the guy is down. He's down, yeah. <laughs> the guy would just be like, ow, why'd you do that? 
what are you doing? <laughs> um, so then narrator says DMX. And that's the thing is because we get to see ba- like DMX is moving with a gun. He's like walking forward with a gun aimed, you know, arms straight. So we get to see a stark difference in, in, the, in what's going on. Um, then DMX is pointing a gun. Oh, and then it cuts to a guy in a hoodie who is fighting some random white guy. I think the guy in the hoodie is Massey or not Massey. Messner. Yeah, I think Messner. it's Messner. Uh, and then the narrator says Johnny Messner. And uh, works over. Yeah. <laughs> no, doesn't he do the working over? He, he does. He he gets worked over a little bit and then he picks up a guy and just body, body slams him. <laughs> just not like slightly. He picks him up and like leans back and just. Like this slings guy, him over his shoulder. And yeah. Flap. <laughs> this guy's hip is at Messner's head level and just this guy definitely cracked his head open on concrete. Yeah. On pavement. Uh, and then the narrator says, beyond the law. And then we get the best scene because Seagal defends against a guy. Shoot, he puts classic move. Defends against a guy shooting his gun. Uh, the guy gets like three, four shots off before Seagal turns the gun into his head and <laughs> blows his head off. <laughs> it is awesome. I just end it with Seagal, great gun kill. Yeah, the guy, it's that thing where in movies you see where the guy goes to shoot and Seagal like grabs the gun and moves it away from him. But somehow Steven, while this guy is shooting wildly, Steven Seagal manages to move the gun underneath the guy's head and the guy's not like, has no sense of self-preservation. Is like, let me just keep pull, pulling this trigger finger. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> and just Somehow blasts his own head off. able to operate, because I think he breaks his arm in the process. He's still able to operate the trigger finger after the arm break. Can you imagine how painful it would be? Like, oh. just move your index finger right now. You can yeah. pull every muscle that goes down your arm that's responsible for that. Yeah, like into your elbow. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be awful. So, all right. That's it. That's the trailer. And nobody has to guess what happens in this movie. Thanks for listening. Except for, you. <laughs> except for me. All right. So, this is what I think happens in the movie. Movie opens. Boom. It is the kid that halfway through the trailer, we see somebody crying and getting punched. That's the kid who gets killed. That DMX is looking at at the beginning of the movie. Or the beginning of the oh, trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So this guy, it starts with him, like, being in with the wrong crowd or whatever. He gets killed. Um, and then uh, we don't know who did it. DMX comes in and is like, who wanted you killed, kid? Ow, And then the credits start and it's X going to give you? it to you. <laughs> <laughs> what you really want? <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, they're like, uh, you know, DMX is trying to figure out what's going on in this. And then there's like a Lieutenant Angie type figure who's like, we got the DNA back on this. He's like, who is it? He's like, you're not going to like it. And then he looks at it and he goes, and he's like, something like, you know, like, I never wanted to talk to this guy again. So he, and they're like, do you know where to find him? He's like, I know exactly where to find him. And so he goes down to the bar. Yeah, he goes down to the bar where he meets Johnny Messner, who's a drunk. And Johnny Messner has been like running around like, oh, wait, hold on. There's like a string of like mobster killings, like mobster mob lackeys have been getting killed because uh-huh. organized crime lackeys, not right. necessarily the mob, but organized crime. And yeah. DMX is like, I know who's doing it. And it's Johnny Messner has been running around killing people in retribution for his son, kind of like a vigilante justice sort of thing. Sure. And his response is, you're not a cop anymore. Give me your gun. And then instead of arresting him, Johnny Messner slips and... um. 
he or he slips out and uh, he uh, escapes and he has to like beat a cop to death or something. That's why his face is all bloody because he's like, I got to kill the guys who killed my kid. Right. And so so that's why his face is all bloody and he looks insane because he realizes what he did at that moment. There's no going back. Oh, OK. Because he killed a cop and that's when he gets the motorcycle and he rides out because he's going to I don't know. Or maybe he's like, I don't know why he's out in the thing. Maybe there's like a remote like compound like a farm. But, yeah, yeah, farm like the mobsters have to like when the heat is on. And then um, DMX is like, all right, well, we got to solve these crimes and we got to solve this Johnny Messner thing. I got to call the one guy I know who can help me. Former mob boss, Steven Seagal. And Steven Seagal's like, <laughs> Seagal like, yeah, you've been ki- somebody's been killing my boys. I'll help you bring this guy to justice. And then Seagal and DMX team up. Real fish out of water situation. From that point, just insert Glimmer Man. Okay. <laughs> With DMX as Keenan Ivory Wayans. It'd be great if there was a scene where, like, he's in a room and they show these, like, execution-style killings of, like, dead bodies on the floor. And Seagal's like, what do you see here? And then uh, DMX is like, he's tortured. Clearly a Jesus freak. <laughs> Just the exact same scene. It's like, no, it's uh, uh, it's execution style. That's what I was trying to show you. He's like, yes. oh, okay. Oh. To the head. <laughs> I hear you. There's no process. It's just... <laughs> I want to imagine DMX is. All right, let me finish real quick, and then I'll. Okay, um, and then um, the bad guys who killed Johnny Messner's son are running around trying to steal from Steven Seagal. That's why there's the money. That's why there's all the casino. That's all this stuff. Uh-huh. And then there's some showdown in Steven Seagal's mansion. That's when he shoots the guy in the head, and um, he kills the guy responsible for Johnny Messner's son. And Johnny Messner is there, I guess, and everything is fine. So Johnny Messner, some to be clear, Johnny Messner is taking out organized like organizers, yeah, but not necessarily connected to the death of his son. Like he doesn't know that they're the ones. No, he's taking out organized crime. There's got to be two crime families involved. Because you said Seagal's like this guy's taking out my boys. So is he taking out Seagal's boys or is he taking out different mob families' boys? Huh, that's a good question. Uh, well, he's not actually. Wait, no, I forgot. He's not a mobster anymore. Now he's a businessman. That's what it says in the thing. So, oh, he just has connections. So he might be taking out guys that used to work for him, and so he has the connections. And he's like, "This cop's killing, you know, killing the underground." He's like, "Yeah, I've been hearing about that. I'll help you, cause I'm an honest businessman now. I just run a shady casino <laughs> it's with strippers." Yeah, <laughs> there might be a crossover. Like maybe there's some sort of deal going on. Between the two families, well, the one that Seagal used to work with and, like, uh, the, the one that is responsible. And so everyone gets killed because Messer just goes on a rampage. Seagal's daughter married into the other mob family. Oh, there you go. Is there, is, is there anybody in this movie that could be his daughter? There's <laughs> nobody else with the last name Adair. Because <laughs> let's be clear here. Steven Seagal's character's name is Augustino Adair. <laughs> Augustino Adair. Yes. All so right. that's what happens. And now, Joe, before we go, I would like to put into everybody's mind's eye a conversation between DMX and Steven Seagal. And, like, what that must sound like, because they both have insanely distinctive voices. You've got dialogue for us. No, I don't. I was going oh, to, okay. but I decided. It was just going to be like, it's going to be like, uh, uh, hey, you must be DMX. Yo, Steven Seagal! 
Like that's all I got. I got nothing. I mean, that's so dramatic. Let's Ow. let's be clear here. DMX does not sound anything like that anymore. He's like clearly done a good job of like not like, screaming into the mic anymore. Correct. He's definitely volume modulated himself. He actually sounds like a legit actor when it when he's doing lines in this movie. Nothing like Ludacris, by the way. <laughs> Ludacris just sounds like Ludacris. Ludacris, yeah, in Fast and Furious, yeah, he just sounds like Ludacris talking. Yeah. He doesn't try to act like another character. Tej is just Ludacris. Correct. DMX is like, guys, oh, <laughs> they got a tank. They got a tank. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm trying to imagine DMX as Tej, and it's beautiful. And Steven Seagal as Brian O'Connor. No, it's... Dude, the obvious is Dominic Toretto. <laughs> no, because Dominic Toretto still got to be there. Oh, so you want to you want to keep Vin Diesel? I want I want Steven Seagal and Vin Diesel to be in the same movie. That's what I want. Imagine the, the dialogue also has to be there too. Yes, imagine the dialogue between. It's just mumbling. I'd love like <laughs> a meeting of the minds, like a um, like a poker, like they have to play. Oh, we already talked about this. Steven Seagal is gonna be the next James Bond. So uh. Vin Diesel is the bad guy in that first Steven Seagal James Bond. Really? Yeah, and so they have yeah, to do what you want to have happen where they're playing like Baccarat or some super like Oh, now I get it. Difficult okay. game. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking like I would want him to uh, Vin Diesel to like work with Steven Seagal as like his American liaison cuz Steven Seagal's British in this version. He's James Bond. I I think they would just start to overshadow each other. Like, I think what we've realized from the Fast and the Furious is it's best when they're facing off. So, like, when Vin or uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock were, like, uh, going against each other, that was the best they ever were together. Joe, new idea. There's two James Bonds. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Vin Diesel is James Bond. Steven Seagal, also James Bond. (laughs) That would be amazing if they, like... Now I'm getting, this is totally something Steven Seagal would do. He gets cast in a movie where he's like a bad guy with a smaller role and he just shows up and just like takes over being the main character. <laughs> just gradually takes over the movie. Yeah, he just he just shows up and he just like reads the lines of the main character. He just acts like the main character and they're like, Steven, what are you doing? He's like, this is my movie now. No, no, no knows what to do. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> yeah. stop. It's like nobody's ever tried this before. I guess we got to give it to him. Literally, he just produced like 1% of the movie and now he's like starring in it. I don't understand. I don't know what's happening. So, we got to give that to Steven Seagal and also X got to give it to you, Joe. That's what I'm going out on. I'm not proud of it, but thank you for listening for this, to this episode of the Reactionaries Podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, subscribe on your podcast app of choice. And uh, if you don't like what you heard, just subscribe. We will be back on Monday with Beyond the Law, the conclusion of Seagal September. And we've been going out on Steven Seagal's music. I think it's this time. Time for a little X gonna give it to you. Don't say a mother word. Do we gonna rock? Do we gonna fall? Do we let it?